0: All right. I'm very excited to be here with you guys today. Uh, First, I want you to excuse the sound of my voice. I have a cold and uh, I am fighting it. It's not too bad, but I may sound a little nasally, a little more so than usual. You may hear me sniffle a couple of times. I'll try to keep that down to a minimum. But I'm really glad to see you guys here. We are going to go ahead and get started. I just wanted to make sure that I was recording uh, this video uh, so that we can provide those of you who just couldn't make it today with a replay. So go ahead once again, and I want to make sure that all of you are able to see and hear me okay. So just go ahead and type into the chat box, yes, you can see and hear me okay. So you are all here today because you or someone you know, struggle to perform as well as you know that you can when people of authority are present, when they're in a room. And what we're talking about specifically are in things like meetings, interviews, or even conversations, presentations, where someone in a position higher than you, your supervisor, your manager, the CEO, the director, someone in a position of authority is there. And as soon as you know that they're present, what tends to happen is that you lose your train of thinking. You begin to uh, lose airflow. You start to speak in a choppy manner. You get anxious, you get nervous, uh, you forget what you're going to say, even though you know what you were going to say. And it could even be that you were saying it fine. You might have been in that meeting, making a comment or doing your presentation, doing your update. And all of a sudden, someone senior comes in and instantly you just start to lose your train of thinking. You start stumbling or stammering, right? So you're here today because this has happened to you or this does happen to you, and you're looking for a solution. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today is what you can do to speak well, to perform well, when an authority figure is in the room. What can you do to speak well when an authority figure is in the room? And the training that I'm going to be giving you today comes directly out of a brand new coaching program that we have just developed. And this coaching program is called How to Feel Confident and Speak Masterfully Under Pressure. How to Feel Confident and Speak Masterfully Under Pressure. And there there are three parts to this coaching program. So this is not a course, it's a coaching program because it requires coaching. And there are three parts, and today I'm going to be giving you one of the most practical parts. We're going to go deep into uh, what is probably the second part of this training. So what I will do, though, is I'll show you all three parts, but we'll go deep into one. So some of the things that we're gonna talk about today is we're gonna talk about the reasons why this happens. Why do we sometimes get distracted when someone in authority comes into the room when we were were doing fine the whole time? We're gonna help you answer the number one question that you absolutely must know the answer to so that you can stay clear and focused while you're speaking. This is one question that you have to answer. I'm going to introduce you to a couple of friends, Sam, Rick, and Vic. Some of you have heard about Rick and Vic, but we're going to talk about Sam, Rick, and Vic and how they can help keep you from getting distracted. And then I'm going to share with you my close the gap strategy and the I don't care or for some of you, I don't give a dare. Okay, I'm going to share with you those those two strategies. So it's going to be action-packed, content-packed, but very practical My goal here is to give you something that you can uh, get a quick win from, that you can get quick, instant, automatic, immediate, as immediate as possible results. That's my goal. So remember I told you that I'm gonna be providing you with one of the parts of a three-part coaching system. So let me just briefly share with you So this is our three-part Pro90D Improv. We call it Pro90D Improv. It's a new coaching program. So when I say improv, what is improv short for? Someone type that in, and I'll look at it a little later. But what do you think improv is short for? Okay. While you're typing that in, so go ahead and type that in. I should be able to see it over here in this chat box. Improv. Pro90D Improv. So this system, Pro90D Improv, three-part system, it's how to feel confident and speak masterfully under pressure. When I say speak, I'm talking about uh, presenting, I'm talking about interviews, I'm talking about meetings, I'm talking about conversations, I'm talking about speaking. Speak masterfully under pressure. So the first part is to learn and use proactive speaking skills. So when you and I are speaking, it's very important that we're able to engage the person that when we speak, people are listening and they want to listen. And so there are a set of proactive speaking skills, skills that you use, skills that every great speaker uses to one degree or another. Every great speaker that you see will use almost all of these skills to one degree or another. And so we go through those skills in this program and we don't just go through them and tell you what they are we actually help you develop them which takes time and practice and accountability the second part which is the part that we're going to talk about today because it's the part where you can get immediate wins this takes time this you can implement immediately and that's why I pulled it out and that's why I want to focus on today learn to focus on Vic and Rick while speaking And when you do this, one of the things that you do is you satisfy your audience, you calm yourself down, you stay focused no matter who's in the room, okay? So this is the second part of the three-part system. The third part is to learn and practice the ultimate presentation system, okay? And this is a systematic process that you can use to create, to prepare for, to practice and to present whatever information you need to. It doesn't matter if you're using slides, if it's numbers, if it's graphs, or if you're presenting to an audience for a sales presentation, you can use this system to do that. And the beauty of it is that you'll be able to do it with very few notes or completely without notes if you want. Often I do things without notes or I just have a couple of notes because I want to make sure that I mention a few things. But you can do it without notes, which allows you to project greater authority. People perceive you as having greater authority when you use the ultimate presentation system. And why is it important that people see you as having authority? Because when they see you as having authority, they listen to you, they're more persuaded by you, they trust you, they promote you, they buy from you. So there is a... Financial return on investment when you invest in yourself and you learn, for example, to use these kinds of speaking skills, when you learn to improve or when you improve your speaking skills. Remember this, and you'll hear me say this again, the key to your financial future is your speech. The key to your financial future is your speech. And I'm not saying it's the only key, but it's one of the most important keys. The key to your financial future is your speech. So we'll come back to that. So let's go ahead, get started, and let's talk about why this happens. Now, what's this? What are we talking about? Well, you all already know this is why you're here, and I've talked to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and have seen this happen. You are in a room. You're in a meeting. You're facilitating. Maybe you're the leader of the team. You're facilitating. You're speaking. Or you're uh, sharing some information, sharing your ideas, and you're amongst your colleagues or your team members or your teammates, and you're doing fine, you're doing fine, you're doing great. You're articulating, right? You're speaking fairly smoothly, there's no problems. All of a sudden, your supervisor, the manager comes in, the director comes in, and the next thing you know, you start losing your train of thinking. The words are not flowing anymore you're getting confused, you're, you, just, you can't think of what to say, then maybe you even start stuttering, you start getting stuck, your speech, you, you get tense and tight, right? all of these things start to happen. And so then you start becoming even more anxious because you know you're not making a good impression on the people in the room, on your colleagues, nor on the person who's in that position of authority, which makes you feel even more anxious and more nervous, okay? So why does this happen? It's it's very simple actually. This happens because number one, habit, right? For some of you, you don't even have to think about it. It just happens automatically, right? It happens for you automatically. The person comes in the room, you automatically begin to get stuck and to lose your train of thought and to not perform well, it's a habit. So let's go a little deeper. There's a cue, there's a routine, and then usually there's some kind of a reward which can also be negative, okay? This is very simplified, but it's very accurate. So the cue, what's the cue in this situation? What's the cue in this situation? I'm going to go ahead and tell you, but if, if you can write it down in the chat, go ahead and write it down. Someone wrote for the last answer improvisation. Absolutely correct. Thank you for that. What's the cue in this situation? You're in a meeting or in an interview, whatever it is, someone in authority is either in the room or they come in the room and all of a sudden, your performance begins to decrease. You're not able to speak well. What's the cue? Well, the cue... Is that person coming in the room, right? That triggers, that triggers it. What is it, what's the it that this is triggering? No, it's triggering a routine. Now, what's your routine? Your routine is your programming. It's something that happens automatically. So what's the routine here? The routine is that you begin, or the person begins to allow themselves to get distracted, They start thinking of things that's not helpful to having them speak well, okay? So what are the things that they begin to think about? What's this routine that happens? Well, most of these start with a P. First, they begin to get distracted because of the position of that person. So they start to worry and become anxious because of the position of the person. They start to think, ooh, my supervisor's here. The manager's here. The director is here. The managing director is here. The president is here. So you start thinking of that person's position. Ooh, they're way up there, and they're here, and they're watching and listening to me. Okay? So first is position. Now, they start thinking of then their power often over their pay or their personal position, here's what I mean. So they think, okay, my manager's here and I wanna make a good impression on my manager. Why? Because if I do, or if I don't, then this person has the power to affect or impact my pay and my position, right? I might not get promoted, okay? I might not get promoted if I don't perform well, right? So if I act like I don't know what I'm talking about or if I start speaking fast and no one can understand me because I'm anxious because they're in the room, then I'm making a bad impression on my manager, on the supervisor, on whoever is there, okay? So we start to worry about the position. We start to worry about the power of the person, the power that they have over our pay and over our position and over our promotion. We also start to worry about our performance, right? We start thinking about the fact that I hope I perform well or I hope I don't forget what I wanna say. I hope that I sound intelligent. I hope that I make a good impression or we start to doubt whether or not we're going to sound intelligent, whether or not we're going to say the right thing. We start to doubt whether or not we're going to get stuck, whether or not we're going to be able to say what we want to say, when we want to say it, the way we want to say it, right, at that time. So we start worrying about our performance. All of these things act as negative distractors. Okay? Negative distractors. So when we become negatively distracted, it takes our mind off of the purpose, the reason that we're speaking in the first place. And we're going to get to that next. The reason why. So the reason this happens is because of habit, It often happens automatically, or sometimes you actually feel and hear and see yourself thinking these things, okay? So it hasn't become automatic yet, thank God. But for many people, it's automatic. A cue, person's in the room, boom, automatically we we get distracted. The person comes in the room, we were doing well, automatically we react, we respond, we get distracted. We start worrying about ooh, this person's in the room, that person's in the room. Or it could even be that a certain number of people, when there's five people, we're good. If there's 25 people, uh uh-oh, all of a sudden it triggers this routine. And we start worrying about, and maybe we don't worry about this or this, right? Let's just say that, right, this is just an aside. Let's just say that it's not because it's a person of authority in the room, but there's certain number of people in the room, then maybe we don't worry about this, but we do worry about our performance. We start worrying about our performance. But because today's webinar is about when people in authority are in the room, then we have to include these two, okay? And then what's the reward? Well, the reward is that we beat ourselves up. We feel bad. So why did that happen? Well, this happened again. Well, I knew that this was going to happen. It's a negative reward. You see, our body's entire system The chemical makeup, right, supports this behavior, unfortunately. It happened for one reason or another. And we started to think about it. We started to dwell on it, to focus on it. And by worrying about it, by worrying about it happening again, it started to happen again. And then we continued in this loop of, oh, man, I see it happen again. And I hope it doesn't. And so this worry cycle, this fear, this doubt, this beating ourselves up becomes a cycle and our body's literally supported. It. it craves it. It needs this to happen over and over. And so you continue to reinforce the same thinking and behavioral patterns. Does this make sense to you? So, what we have to do, what's the solution? What we have to do is we actually have to install a new habit pattern, right? We have to install new software. We call this mental technology. Everything that we do really is mental technology. We're leveraging thinking and speaking tools and all different kinds of tools mentally to help you perform better. It's mental technology. So this pen is a piece of technology, right? This uh, iPad is technology because we're using it. We're leveraging it to help us do more. So we want you to leverage these thinking tools that I'm giving you now to help you do more to perform better. We got habit. So we have to install new habit. So one of the things that we have to do that we mentioned earlier is you have to answer the one question, the most important question that will help you stay focused and help you satisfy your audience, okay? So let's take a look at what that one question is. So, so far we've just covered why this happens. I'm just keeping an eye on my time. We've covered why this happens. It's important that you understand why, oh, okay. This is because of, this is a habit. And and the habit is developed because I reacted or responded in a certain way. I thought certain things. I felt certain things. This is also tied to your confidence. As your confidence went down, so did your speech, right? As the person's confidence decreased, their speech started, they started to doubt and fear and worry, become anxious and nervous. So once you understand that, then it's easier for you to implement a solution. It's easier for you to do something about it once you understand what's going on, the mechanics of what's going on. That's why we explain that. So let's take a look now at the one question that you must answer. And that question is, Why, why are you speaking in the first place? Now, this may sound silly, but it's not. Why are you speaking in the first place? What is your, and here's another word, your purpose for speaking? What is your purpose for speaking? So, when you understand what your purpose is, then it's easier for you to fulfill that purpose. If you think that you're speaking for some other reason, or if you're not sure why, why, why you're speaking, then it's much, much easier to get distracted. It's the same thing in life in general. Many people go through their entire lives not tapped into, not following, not walking in their purpose and their calling. And so therefore, They easily, listen, listen, they easily get distracted by this job and that job and this career and this person, right? They can easily get distracted. But when you're clear on your purpose on why you're here and what you're supposed to be doing, then yes, we can still all get distracted, right? All of us do sometimes, of course. But it's much easier for us to get back on track on our pathway because we know what our pathway is. We know where it's leading, but if you don't know what your pathway is and where it's leading, then it's easier for you to go off on this pathway and go off on this. Well, let me try this and let me do that. Oh, this, this person's got, oh, this is a nice person. Let I me. Mean, does that make sense? So we need to know why we're speaking. And my, my friend, my good friend, Tom, who's also my life coach, we talked about, we came up with this and this is going to be related to something else that we talk about, to help you remember your purpose whenever you're speaking. In the back of my mind, and it's become an automatic routine for me, it's a habit for me now to think this on a subconscious level. I don't have to think about it consciously most of the time. So it's subconscious for me. It's automatic. And you want this to become true for you too. Sam, easy for you to remember. So the (laughs) S... stands for uh, serve your audience through your message. Seems like we have some helicopters going through here, so excuse the noise. You serve your audience through your message. This is very, very important that you keep this in mind. This word service, what do we mean when we say service? We're talking about why is your audience there? And your audience, we're not just talking about a big audience. One person can be your audience. It can be one conversation, one person. It can be one person, 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people. That's your audience. You're there to serve them. What do you mean serve them, Michael? I'll talk about that in just a moment. But you're there to serve them you there to serve your audience, one person or whoever's there, through your message, whatever you're saying, your ideas, your thoughts. Now, I'm going to introduce to you Sam's kids. And some of you have heard me talk about this, Rick and Vic. Okay. So let's flip over and let's talk about Rick and Vic. In fact, I'm going to flip over a couple of times I want that to show through. So let's talk about Rick and Vic, and I'm going to show you how practical this is in just in just a moment. So Rick and Vic, some of you've heard this before. If you have heard it, then. Uh, I'd love for you to type in what you think these letters mean. Go ahead and type those in for me so that we can see them in the chat as well. Type in what these letters mean. I'm going to start off with the R and the V so you can be typing in the other ones, uh, at least what you think they are right now, okay? So the R in RIC stands for relevancy. When you're speaking to someone, you want to make sure that what you're saying is relevant to them that it's important to that person okay, or to that audience. Relevancy comes in a lot more when you're in a one-on-one conversation or a small group conversation. But in a presentation, relevancy is very important, but so is what we call value. Because if I'm just having a conversation with friends and we're just joking and stuff, what I say might not be that valuable. But certainly I want it to be relevant to the conversation, relevant to what we're talking about. Does that make sense? So in some conversations, relevancy is going to be more important. But in presentations or in meetings, and important conversations, it, it will be relevancy and value, right? Value, impact, and clarity. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. So the I and the C are the same in both of these, but we have the R and the V They're a little different. They're related. So value, and I'm going to write these down for you. Value is what I'm saying. Now listen to this. Is what I'm saying valuable to the listener? Is this valuable information? Is this what they want and need to hear from me at this time? So if I'm in a meeting and I'm giving an update, or even if I'm facilitating the meeting, or if someone asks me a question I need to explain, It doesn't matter who's there, right? It doesn't matter if the boss is there. The only thing I need to be thinking about is my purpose for speaking. What's my purpose for speaking? I'm here for a reason. I'm at this meeting because I'm qualified, I'm intelligent, I'm skilled, right? And I'm in this position because they thought that I was valuable, that I have something of value to say and to give to the company. I want to make sure that when I open my mouth... I'm in service to everyone here, Then That I'm not just babbling and saying stuff and no one understands what I'm saying. It has no value, it's not relevant. I want to make sure I'm saying something that's important. Does this make sense, right? So we're going to be thinking about that. Is this relevant? Is this valuable? Is this valuable information, right? Okay, so we check that out. Okay, yes, this is valuable. No, I don't think this is valuable. This is not relevant to this conversation. This is not relevant to this report right now. Or yes, this is very valuable. I think this will be helpful to the discussion. This is valuable. This is v- so this is going to help the people who are listening when I say this. This is valuable. So the R stands for relevancy or relevant, right? The I stands for impact. And the C stands for clarity or clear. Same thing here. Value. Value. <clears throat> impact, and clarity, and clarity, okay. Now, impact. So I'm speaking, speaking, I'm thinking about, is this valuable? Is this valuable? Is this relevant? Okay. Yes. Okay. What I'm saying is valuable. I want to make sure I find that I say something that's valuable. In fact, I'm doing that subconsciously right now, making sure that what I'm saying is relevant to you. I mean, I could be talking about something else that's valuable or might not be relevant to you right now. Impact. Am I having an impact on you? Am I engaging you? So how do I measure that? Well, in part, style and structure, my speaking style, the proactive speaking skills, okay? These are skills that you can learn to help you speak in a way where you impact the people that you're speaking to or with, where people want to listen to you. When you speak, people want to listen. So remember, this new coaching program, one of the first things that we go through is proactive speaking skills. Do you speak in a monotone manner? Not inflict. Do you speak in a choppy manner? Do you speak too fast? Do you use body language? Demonstrate what you're saying. Do you articulate clearly? Do you extend your words to emphasize certain things? Or is it just blah, 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 right? Okay. So impact. So, So you're measuring, you're monitoring your energy even when you're speaking to make sure Am I holding their attention? So there's been times where I've done live presentations, all-day workshops, and I've monitored and i noticed my energy level was dropping and I could see people, kind of their eyes were glazing. And so immediately I said, I'm not impacting. I'm not engaging them. I need to do something. I need to change, I need to ask a question, I need to reflect more, I need to uh, do an exercise, I need to do something to keep them engaged. Same thing on video. Sometimes when you first start doing videos, your energy level, you think it's high and it's really not, right? And it could be higher. And so you you have to understand that people are watching this. Am I engaging them? Am I keeping their attention? So you constantly have this just running beneath the surface, the back of your mind. Am I impacting them with my speaking style? Also, am I impacting them with the information that I'm providing, right? But that comes more in... The first part and then this last part that we're going to talk about, relevancy, okay? So, let's move to clarity. Is what I'm saying clear? So, without clarity, really none of these other things matter. Because if I'm speaking too fast, you're not going to be able to understand what I'm saying, right? You're not going to be able to understand what I'm saying. If I'm not articulating properly, you won't be able to understand what I'm saying. Now, many of my clients are multilingual, and so sometimes their English uh, isn't as good as it could be, but it's good enough, and sometimes they have accents, just like I have an accent to them. So we don't try to change people's accent. What we want to do, what we try to do is to make sure that with your accent and with your current level of English, you are articulating as clearly as possible, that you are speaking as clearly as possible so that whoever's listening can understand what you're saying, right? Even if you use the wrong word, they can still understand. They can make, out, okay, that wasn't quite the right word, but I understood exactly what he was saying. And I've had hundreds of clients like this who once they learn to slow their speech down and articulate clearly, even when they use the wrong words, I understand exactly what they were saying. But when they were speaking fast, couldn't understand anything, okay? Accent doesn't matter. Just needs to be clear. So clarity has two parts to it. One part is style and one part is structure. Am I speaking slow enough? Not dragging, not speaking too slow, but speaking slow enough. Am I articulating clearly so that people, am I enunciating, am I pronouncing, am I articulating clearly so that people can understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And the second part of that is structure. Have I structured my thoughts in a sequential manner so that people can follow what I'm saying. Can they follow my thought? Can they follow the flow of my thinking? Okay, of my logic. Do I have logic to what I'm saying? One of the things that you'll understand is we will learn in practice the ultimate presentation system where you will learn a way to prepare for meetings, for presentations, for interviews, and for high-level conversations. You'll learn a structure that you can use on the fly. It's a framework. It's a structure. It's a template that you can use to help you to speak clearly so that people can follow what you're saying, follow your logic, okay? So that's what we mean. Now, this is very practical, and some people may think, well, Michael, how can I think about all those things when I'm in the meeting and I have to think about what I need to say? I can't think about all those things. I have to think about what I need to say. So here's what I say to those people. Let's go back a couple of sheets. Let's go back a couple of sheets to the initial challenge in the first place. Okay. Actually going back more than a couple of sheets. So a person says, well, I can't think about all those things. Well, in fact, you can think about those things. And it's not permanent. It's just until it becomes a habit. What happens when a person of authority comes in the room? What happens is the person becomes distracted. They start to think about other things. And those thoughts may happen very, very quickly. You may bounce Back and forth between what you're saying and the person in the room, what you're saying and their position, what you're saying and your position, what they're saying and your performance. And I hope I don't get stuck. Oh, here comes this where you start anticipating. So, in fact, you do have plenty of mental capacity to think about other things while you're speaking and while you're thinking about what you need to say. You have the mental capacity, the mental storage mental horsepower to think about other things, right? To bounce back and forth. You're not doing it at the exact same moment, but it's so quick that we don't even notice that it's happening. So in fact, that person can think about Rick and Vic while they are speaking, okay? Now, what else is it important about Rick and Vic? Here's something I didn't mention when it comes to impact. In addition to thinking about when we talk about style, in addition to thinking about the proactive speaking skills, something else that we teach that can help you and virtually all great performers in almost all fields have done this at one point or another is what we call observational learning. You've done it. You did it when you were growing up. It's the way you learned to speak in the first place. You and I do this all the time we observe the people around us. In fact, have you ever been speaking to someone and they are speaking fast and and all of a sudden you find yourself speaking faster? What are you doing? What's happening there? What's happening is that you're beginning to mirror that person, what we call mirror neurons, the neurons that manage that activity, speech, are now beginning to mirror the person that you're speaking to. And so they start speaking fast and you start speaking faster. It's happened to me. I had to monitor it, right? So this is what we call modeling. It's observational. you're learning by observing people around you, by observing someone, by consciously and deliberately observing someone. So we use modeling as a positive distractor. You focus on how your model would speak on how your model would feel. Would my model feel confident if he or she were speaking right now? Would my model speak smoothly? Would my model slow down a bit? Yes, my model would. Okay, how would would my model do that? Okay, let me just kind of go back and forth between how my model would do that as I'm speaking right now. My model would speak like this. Okay, I'm going to speak like that. My model would probably feel confident. I'm going to borrow my model's confidence. Okay, so when you do that, What happens is you're able to keep yourself on track. You're able to keep yourself on track. Now, this is very important because it goes back to this question, how can I do this while I'm speaking? Trust me, if you intend to do it, if you set an intention that you want to reprogram yourself and you want to stop allowing yourself to be distracted, then in fact you will be able to do it right? You will start to think about, okay, is this relevant? Is this valuable? Am I having an impact about my speaking style? Am I focused on speaking like my model? Is this clear? You can do all of those things while you're speaking. And while you're doing them, guess what you won't be doing? If you're thinking about, is this valuable? Am I having an impact? Am I using proactive speaking skills? Am I modeling? Is this clear? While you're doing that, guess what? You won't be thinking about, you won't be thinking about, Ooh, this person's position or, oh, you know, I hope I don't perform what well. you won't be thinking about those things. So what's happening is you are thinking something that's going to support confidence and smooth speech, as opposed to, uh, detract from it, undermine it, right? You're, you're thinking of something that will support it and not undermine it. So, This right here, if you focus on it while you're speaking, will keep you on track and keep you from becoming negatively distracted. Now, what I'd like to do now is to share with you my close the gap strategy. So this is another strategy, so this is one, I'm gonna share with you a second one, close the gap strategy, something that you can do immediately. So in your job, in your company, couple of things that you can do is you can close the gap between you and the people who are above you. A couple of ways that you can do this. Number one, try to have more conversations with that person, if at all possible. These are all things I've done, things that I've shared with my clients to do. So sometimes they're in another building and there's certain people that you're not going to be able to get to, and that's okay. Just do it with the people that you can get to. So I would take a break sometimes and I'd just walk around the hall. And as I would go by the office of the director or the executive director, I would just peek my head in and say, hey, I just wanted to say hi. And sometimes they say hi, and then they would keep working with some hey, so how are you doing? And I'd stop and say, oh, great. And then start having a conversation. Wouldn't do that every day, maybe once a week or something like that. What it does is it started closing the gap. I stopped seeing them as way up here right they're not way up here but now they're kind of more like me they're regular people right yes they have the position you respect that position but they're regular people you start to see them as regular people right you diminish their status in a sense in your head right they still have their status but you diminish it in your head so they're not way up there not the scary person that you have to be afraid of So you start to have a conversation with them, always smiling, always smiling, having a nice conversation with them. This really works, believe it or not. works like magic. You start closing the gap. You start moving in closer to them as you can. You don't be fake. You don't try to be phony. You don't do it every day. You just start to find and create opportunities to have little conversations with them to close the gap, to close the gap between you and them here's something else that you can do. You have a meeting. Uh, If you can, before that meeting, as people are kind of coming in, milling around, you come in and you introduce yourself or you speak to as many people as you can, especially if you have a speaking role. Introduce yourself, talk to as many people as you can, because then you close the gap between you and those people. And if they are supervisors and managers, you go and say, hey, um, how are you doing? Great to see you today. Oh, listen, did you get the email? Blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, what did you think about this? You're closing the gap in that me. Okay, well, I've already talked. So now you have to uh, do your presentation or you have to give your comments or give your status update or whatever it is. Well, you've already talked to that person. You've already had a conversation with that person. Trust me, this works if you do it over time. You're closing the gap. It's very, very simple. Uh, and it and it works. It works. So you introduce yourself to the people who are in the meeting. Um, if you get a chance, you talk to the leaders that are there, right? You know, doesn't need to be weird or anything. And you try to talk to the leaders. You try to talk to your seniors outside of the meetings whenever you can to close the gap. Okay. Second strategy that i want to share, it's very similar. It's the, I don't care. So this first one, Strategy number one is close the gap, right? The second strategy, strategy number two, strategy number, this is strategy number one, strategy number two is the I don't care. I don't care. And for some of you, the I don't give a damn, okay? Now, what is this strategy? This is about your, and we talked about this, I believe, in the last webinar. You reduce, you diminish, you make smaller the bigness, the hugeness of the person, right? You reduce the importance of the person who's in the room. So you say, you know, I don't care who they are say this to yourself. You don't say it loud, obviously. I don't care if they're the president of the company. I don't care if they're president of the United States. I'm going to take my time and say what I want to say the way I want to say it. Say what I want to say when I want to say it and the way that I want to say it. I'm going to take my time and say what I want to say. I don't care. I don't give a damn who they are. You say that to yourself. And as you say that, so some of say, oh, well, that's negative. That's a negative affirmation. So if you don't want to say it, that's okay. But for some people, it's empowering saying, I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a damn, right? When you say that, you feel more empowered. It diminishes the importance of that person, the status of that person in your head. So you're kind of tricking your brain because what's happening in reverse is that you're giving too much importance to that person. Right. You're giving too much. Yes. okay, They're your manager. They're your supervisor, the president. So what? You still have a purpose for what you need to say. You still need to be able to say it. It doesn't matter that they're there or if they're not there. You still need to say it well. Right. So it doesn't matter. So you tell yourself you're not pulling them down. You're not saying that they're bad or that they shouldn't. You're just saying that you don't care in that moment. You're still going to perform the same. Right. You're still going to perform the same no matter who they are. So it's the I don't care, I don't give a damn strategy. So you say this to yourself. doesn't matter who they are. I'm going to still take my time and say what I need to say. And you keep saying that to yourself and you'll start to feel more in control, more relaxed, more calm, and more confident, more confident. This is something that I've said. This is very much like the strategy that people have said where you see the audience naked. You look at the audience, you see everyone naked. Everyone becomes more vulnerable to you. And it's, it's very, very similar as to saying, well, I don't care who they are, right? So this is a very, very uh, practical strategy that you can use. So I promised you because I'm going to give you some things that you could use immediately and some, some strategies that you could get immediate wins from. Vic and Rick, things that you can think about right now as you're thinking about meetings, as you're in your meetings. But remember, all these things are habits. So they are things that you have to repeat over and over and over. They don't just happen one time. So you might go to a meeting and you might try to implement this, but your old routine comes back. Well, that's normal, right? You keep trying until your new routine, until you've installed the new routine. Does this make sense? So it's very important that you understand that some of these things will give you quick wins. Other things you may have to install, overwrite your old patterns until the new ones become more dominant. These are things that you can physically do and you can say to yourself now. But even that, you may still have to fight the resistance of your old routine that pops up and wants to say, oh, no, I'm going to react this way. I'm going to get off track. I'm going to forget what I have to say. So things that, yes, you can do immediately, you can do them immediately, but it may take them a little time for some of you to, for you to see the results that you want. Now, the reason that this is important is because of something I said earlier, and that is that your speech is the financial key to your future. Your speech is the financial key to your future. Remember, I said it's not the only key, but it certainly is one of the most important keys, which means that you are going to want to invest your time and your money into your speech because it's going to have a direct impact on your your future. Here's something else that I've said that's very important for you to understand, that what you do immediately has a direct impact and directly affects and determines in fact what you're able to do eventually, what you're, what you do and what you're able to do eventually. So what you do immediately right now impacts and has a, and has a direct effect. it determines what you do eventually. what you do immediately determines what you do eventually. What that means is, in order for you To be able to perform better in those meetings, in those presentations, in those interviews, in those conversations, you have to start doing something when? Now, not tomorrow, not next week. You have to start doing something now because what you do now, what you do immediately determines what you're able to do eventually. When is eventually? Eventually is the next moment. Eventually is tomorrow. Eventually is next week eventually is next month, eventually is six months from now, okay? So if you want, if you've got interviews coming up, if you've got important meetings coming up, important presentations coming up, important conversations, then you need to be able to do what? You, you need to be able to start doing something right now to impact your speech going forward. So some of you are going to want to move forward and do something that's going to help you prepare for your future and for your speech. And some of you are going, are going to want to do things that's going to help you uh, increase your ability to earn. So I want you to see this as an investment in yourself. I want you to see investing in your speech as a direct investment in yourself. What that means is that I don't want you to do this unless you can see that it's an investment. So if you just want to be able to converse better and have better social relationships and so forth, then guess what? This this might not be a great investment for you. But if you see that your speech is literally standing in the way of your earning more money, getting that next job, making more sales, doing better presentations, making a better impression, then you're going to want to invest in yourself. So let me just tell you about This program, and then invite you to schedule an assessment session with me. So, as I told you, there's three parts to this program. The first part, you're going to learn and practice proactive speaking skills. Some of you may already be doing this. The number one mistake that people make is they feel like they have to think about all these different things. I think about breathing and extending and articulating and demonstrating all this. No, you don't. You just have to think about one thing: that's modeling. So we help you do that. Second thing is you learn to focus on Vic and Rick while speaking. And this helps you uh, deal with the three top desires of that person or of your audience. And that is the person wants to know, well, what does this have to do with me? Is this valuable? Why is is this important? Second thing is the person needs to be able to feel like you're engaging them and impacting them or else they're going to fall asleep. They're going to doze off. They're not going to want to listen to you. And the third thing is the person needs to understand what you're saying. If they have a confused look on their face or they're asking to repeat repeat yourself, then you're not going to be able to influence them or affect them. So this allows you to do that very quickly and easily. You learn and practice the ultimate presentation system, which gives you the ability to deliver to display the knowledge and the intelligence that you actually have. That is critically important that you're able to do that. And if you can see that this would be a good investment in your future where you can literally generate more income, then you are the kind of person that I like to work with and you're going to want to work with me because I've had plenty of examples over the year. just going to give you a couple. I had a guy. Uh, just got out of college, first job, working in the bank, worked with me for a couple of weeks, had some interviews. He he says that he doubled his income. I remember working with him. He was making in the low 20s. All of a sudden, he jumped up into the 40s. Then he got another job making higher in the 40s. He doubled his income, which means his investment of about $2,000, he had made that back immediately, immediately within a couple of months or so or less. Now, Here's another example, a young lady I was working with, it took her several months. She got another job making $10,000 more. Another gentleman I worked with, he got a job making $34,000 more. The thing that was standing between him he was an engineer, a software engineer. Brilliant. The thing that was standing between him and making more than twice whatever he was making was his speech. And once he was able to get that, he was able to get a job making $34,000 on top of what he made. Other recent clients, 20% more. Another client, $12,000 more. I could keep going, but I won't. You should probably already know that investing in your speech is a real financial investment where you get a real financial return. So what I want to do is to invite those of you who are professionals and you can see that this is an investment that you can get a return on. Sometimes it's a short-term return. Sometimes it's a longer term. We're just talking about one job right so this program will have a three month a six month and a nine month what we have available right now is the three month we'll be launching the six and nine month very very soon but this three month is the same as our laser focus coaching in terms of the time it's not the same in terms of the focus it's just 1997 okay so how quickly can you earn back two thousand dollars for, for most of you, it's very quickly. One job, one sale, a couple of sales, you can earn that back. It's an investment. So don't just listen to me. Think about this, do the numbers yourself, and you'll see that going through a system like this can help you make a better impression and can help you actually move forward and upward in your career. Some of you are out there and you know that you're smart, you know that you're capable, but you're simply not earning, you're not getting the recognition for your knowledge and your skills and your experience because of your what? Because of your speech. So if you stand still and you do nothing, time is going to keep moving forward. People are going to keep doing things. Life is going to continue. So not only are you standing in place, you're, you're slipping backwards because everyone else is moving forward. So time is going to pass anyway. You might as well do something that makes you better as that time moves forward. So I want to just invite you, as we wrap up right now, I want to invite those of you who are professionals and you have meetings, you have presentations, you have interviews perhaps coming up, you have high-level conversations, and you need to be able to speak massively under pressure, I want to invite you to an assessment session with me so that you can determine and i can determine if this is a good fit for you now why should you do this now for those of you that act within the next 48 hours or so i've got a fast action discount for you so the price 1997 goes a little lower you're also going to get included our smooth speakers club our pro 90d smooth speakers club we just started think about it like an online toastmasters where you're actually going to get an opportunity to practice under pressure, which is critical. You can learn all this stuff. You can practice on your own. It doesn't matter if you don't practice under pressure. So this is a safe environment where you can practice and be evaluated by your peers and by mentors and by me. This a Smooth Speakers Club. There is a monthly subscription fee. It's very, very low. Right now it's $19.97, $19.97. It's about to go up to $29, which is still very low. And if you join now, you'll get that for three months absolutely free. You'll get to get in there and practice. Our goal is to give everyone an opportunity to speak, right? Everyone an opportunity to speak. So you're going to get that as well. So we also have a tracking worksheet. In our first week, we're going to spend an hour together where we walk through defining what it is, what are the activities that you can do every single day to put yourself under pressure and to improve your speech. And we're going to be tracking you every single week. So you're going to get a certain number of hours with me. You're going to get access to me through our WhatsApp group. You're going to get access to our Smooth Speakers Club. You're going to get this tracking form that shows, okay, this is what this is exactly what I need to be doing every day, every week to help keep me on track towards my speaking goal. You're going to learn this three part system and you're not just going to learn it. OK, I know what it is, but we're going to turn it into a habit. We're going to help you reach what's called automaticity. The reason why many programs don't work is because they throw a lot of information at you. They don't give you the tools or the support to help you turn it into habit, the reason that Pro90D is, is successful is because we give you the tools. It's scientifically based, first of all, but we give you the tools and the support to help you turn this stuff into habit. Now, you have to do the work, but we give you everything that you need. All you have to do is plug into the system and do it, okay? So I'm going to wrap up there. I actually need to run because I have another appointment after this. So if you have questions, please email me those questions. But what I will do is uh, for those of you that attended today, actually for everyone because I screwed up last week, I'm going to be sending out a bonus, uh, my 21 Steps audio program. You should have already received that. If you haven't, email me. Uh, we will be sending out a replay. Remember, 48 hours. Want you to, I'm going to post a link right now Okay, for you to set up an assessment session with me this new program will last for 3 months. We do have a 6 month and a 9 month that will be launching soon. It is 1997. Remember that's an investment that you can earn back relatively quickly. We're only looking for professionals who have meetings, uh, you have presentations, you have interviews, you have these things coming up, you do these things regularly and you understand that your speech is the key at least one of the most important keys to your financial future. That's who we're looking for, okay? So if this fits you, and if you believe that I can help you, then I want you to go ahead and click that link and schedule an assessment session with me. Now, I'm also going to send the link to you by email in just a little bit.